welcome. Um, it is another episode of Mentorship Gold, but this time we want to do something different. We wanted to help you even further by opening up this platform to ask your personal stories and get an insight on how you can navigate those personal issues regarding mentorship. me today I have my son Pastor Carlo and um, uh, excited to have you with us Pastor. I'm excited to be here. Uh, and uh, we he's going to help me navigate through all these emails. I don't think we can cover too many today but at least once a month I want to take time to um, cover these issues. Uh, thank you Pastor for doing this. And it is my pleasure. Amen. Amen. If you can take it away. Yeah. So we have our first question from a young man of God who founded a church in Mozambique. And uh, he mentions uh, that his desire is to be accepted by, uh, he names the man of God, but for this uh, episode, we'll, we won't mention the, the man of God's name. And he goes on to say that he anointed him on a Sunday service after Passover. He has no means to get to his place. So what do I get do? Get to this man of God's place? Yes. Okay. To get to this man of God's place. So what do I do to get close to my father? Because sometimes it is hard to call a father, someone you don't know physically. There are uh, ministers in where he lives, which they are laughing at him and uh, saying, if he has problems in his ministry, how is his father going to help him? If you don't talk to him, please help. First, I want to appreciate this man of God for his ability to be able to open up his uh, personal struggle in this area. I want to say that it is a good desire to desire to go and physically be able to go meet and encounter your spiritual father. But if you notice, the word spiritual father itself means that the father is not somebody who is in the physical is not like your earthly father that you walk with and you go take a, a walk in the park god can certainly bring your relationship to that place where there is a beautiful friendship but that is not the meaning of spiritual father and in fact apostle paul said i have fathered you in the gospel in other words it is his teaching that has fathered you so it is not his physical proximity but it is his teaching that has given you that access into that anointing into that grace into that faith that the man of god carries which has now been imparted to you by your alignment and association if you notice apostle paul he would stay in a certain location and he would connect to them by the epistles that we read today were written to them uh, from one place to another. That means that those days they didn't have the kind of postal system that we have today. That means it took time for that letter to come. And it's not like they wrote many letters. It is way better than those snail mail letters that took months and probably a year to get to their hands. Yeah. And, and that means that the video is more faster, more powerful. You don't just have audio, you even have a video. And the power that is being released through the word that is taught is what is transforming you and making you a son. 
first of all don't be discouraged that you are far, that doesn't make you any less son than a son that is near him second begin to pray and ask the lord say lord one day i want this grace that i be able to meet my spiritual father in person and give me the grace that i'm able to go see him and open the doors for me when the lord opens the door he will make way for you in ways that you have not imagined so put your trust in the lord and don't be limited to physical proximity about those that are laughing <laughs> that itself tells me that you're being qualified for a promotion from the lord when people mock you it's the easiest way for god to honor you you look throughout the scriptures anywhere you find a man that is mocked that is a man that qualifies for god's promotion human rejection is god's way of preparing you for his promotion so about solving the problems in ministry you don't solve them by having the man of god in person in fact you solve it in the spirit you understand how it is solved in the spirit realm you understand how your spiritual father has the grace to tackle those demons and those principalities and you learn how to tackle it yourself because you know by inheritance the grace that you stand in which so you begin to learn things in the spirit not through physical teachings or one on one where somebody is saying okay now you move right now you stand up now you sit down that is not mentoring that is babysitting uh, how you learn from a man of god is you you see his faith and that's why apostle paul says he said imitate my faith imitate my faith so to imitate his faith and walk on water you don't need to have close proximity you know what you can do because by association you know the grace that is on your life okay that's a hard question to answer thank you for for clearing that up i hope that helps i hope that helps we have a second question here all the way from cape town this gentleman is asking uh, a question that he was submitted under an apostle for 10 years he been having uh, dreams that he's supposed to submit under someone else and then along the way in his journey he meets a prophet he goes to a prophet's church and the prophet has prophesied that he has the wrong spiritual father and his spiritual father should be the prophet's own son so right now he's got no mentorship i did go and visit the church of men of god who was prophesied to be my new mentor but i never felt like it was home even so until now i am still lost but at the end of the day i don't want to disobey the prophetic voice which spoke to me i don't know what to do anymore i have been praying over this issue of where to submit under greetings brother I, i want to say you know any time a prophet comes if you are somebody that is already being led by the spirit if you are already somebody that is walking with god i'm not talking about some guy who's you know drunk and you know no relationship with god but if he's somebody that is already walking with god and he's saying that he's already seen these dreams this x number of times that this person is supposed to be his spiritual father and then somebody else comes and tells something completely opposite you have to remember that the bible says weigh the prophets prophecies i mean again it's not like he was your prophet 
like you know that he's a man of God and it is an instruction from the Lord. It's a visiting prophet that has come and I don't want to get into dangerous zones, but again, he's, he's saying my son is going to be a spiritual father. Um, so so I, I don't want to make it look bad, but all the more reasons why you need to know for sure that, hey, um, I need to hear from God as a confirmation because you're saying you already have a spiritual father and Lord has been telling you to submit to somebody else. And now this man gets to know that this prophet is telling you to go somewhere else. And so the, your current spiritual father says, listen, I don't want to do anything with you. And he lets you go. So I understand the limbo that you are in. I personally feel this is where you need to backtrack. And uh, you need to go back to your man of God that you have been with 10 years now. 10 years. 10 years. And you need to tell him, listen, I need your counsel. Be as honorable as possible. Go back with a gift. Um, make sure to honor, give honor for the 10 years that he's invested into your life and say, listen, I am in a dilemma. This is how I feel. Um, and I have been um, confused with this, but this is the dreams that I see. Man of God, what is it that you feel that I should do? Um, I'm really hoping that this pastor will see your heart and give you the counsel. Um, but I think that you should lean more towards that dream that God has been putting into your heart for a long time and uh, ask the Lord for further confirmation and say, God, um, please, I'm stuck here in this season. Take a few days to see God with prayer and fasting and say, Lord, I want your direction in this season. And I believe that the Lord will lead you. I remember there was a time where there was a prophet that came to town and uh, I went to his uh, ministry, I went and uh, see a service and he was uh, prophesying over me. He, he took me from the crowd and he says, um, I see many gifts on you. I picked up right away that he wanted also to start a ministry in town and he needed ministers. And so in the realm of the spirit, he can see that I, was a, that I am a minister. So in the prophecy, he says, I see many gifts, but I can see that your father doesn't know how to help you in that. And you know what? If God placed my spiritual father but, uh, in my maybe life. Maybe it's true. I have not been able to help you. <laughs> I, 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 you know what? I, I believe that you've done more than anybody can possibly do for me because it is you that God has handpicked for me. <laughs> he flew you all the way from India to Montreal. After about a month's time, his ministry uh, was no more, needless to say. So people, when well, they... Maybe if you went, his ministry would still be there. <laughs> uh, okay. All right, amen, amen. So, so it's good to know, you know, always test uh, every prophecy and see, you know, weigh in. You, yeah. you said it lovely. Just see, does, is there a motive? Yeah, uh, what is the motive behind the... Yeah. Yeah, we're not saying that this one had a motive, but we're saying always test it because God is not a God of confusion. He's a God of clarity. Yes. So if there is confusion, it is what we bring it upon ourselves. Um, it took me a long time to figure out my spiritual father. Uh, anybody that moved, anybody that was anointed, I wanted them to be my spiritual father. I said, oh, maybe this is the man, maybe the, the other man. And then... I had to take time to go on a 40-day fast and say, God, I'm fed up. I'm tired. You really need to help me. And uh, that's how 
God is going to even help you. It depends on how desperate you are to uh, find what God has for you. Okay. There is a question here all the way from Zimbabwe. And this question is, is it healthy for that person to have a, a couple of mentors uh, in the field of ministry? Should I have one mentor taking me through a particular area? And also in the issue of spiritual fatherhood, I love mine with all my heart. I do wish to meet him one day. Your own story of how you met uh, your spiritual father inspires me. What measures do I have to take spiritually, mentally, sacrificially, physically, otherwise to be a confirmed son? Thank you for the opportunity. Now you're saying, please give me your recipe. <laughs> <laughs> Can I have a couple of minutes? Let me answer that part first. Hmm. That's the easy one. Um, yes, hundred percent. A man who who is your music teacher cannot be your sport teacher. Um, the man who teaches you how to play a sport cannot teach you how to drive a car. Um, you need a, a different coach for you know teaching you how to drive a car. So mentorship can be different. So there are people that that can teach you amazingly how to to do something in ministry, but if they are not married, uh, please don't ask them uh, marriage counsel, so they won't be able to mentor you in that area. So there are different people that can mentor you in different strengths. Even among ministers, there are people that are great teachers, so they can mentor you how to be a good teacher. And There are great people gifted in other gifts that can mentor you and how to develop that gift. Um, so yes to having multiple mentors but again christianity is very complex because um, with all the grace and anointing and blessings it's still human beings that you're working with so when you start bringing a few mentors in you're almost walking on landmines mm. because you're like why did you go to him and why did you so, so you're looking at dangerous ground so use wisdom and take uh, um, Use a lot of wisdom, use a lot of wisdom, a lot of prayers and take one step at a time in that area. And uh, the second part is he wants to know how I did it. Is it? Yes. How did you, your, your story in particular inspires Inspired. him. So he wants to know exactly what did you do to meet yours? Listen, if I, if I start giving, this is a question that has been asked too many times if I give you an answer of I did this and then I did this and then I did this and this, then I'm assuming to give you a formula that means mm -hmm. that um, that I'm I'm saying that it the formula has to work for everyone which is not how it works I personally believe my story is a story of uh, God's grace and mercy on my life it was about almost 23 24 years of 23 years of um, doing ministry without a guidance, without a father that would work with me, um, it's it's it it was too much with all the traveling, all that ministry, and uh, it came to a place where I said, if now going forward without submission, I knew that I was going to going to be in very dangerous ground. So God had mercy upon me. I can tell you what I did when I approached my man of God but I cannot say that there was a formula it was God who gave me a dream God who spoke to me during my 40 day fast I packed my bags and just obeyed that 
that uh, unction that I had and um, God was faithful to look at me and, uh, and and he already knew that I was coming and the, the Lord had already spoken to him so it's, it's, a, it's grace and um, I, I cannot say any further than that I, I can't take uh, credit for any of that so trust the grace of God on your life and if that is a need on your life God is able to do the same Amen. I believe that. Amen. Um, we have our next question all the way from Quebec City. Um, this couple here has come and visited our church and they're uh, 242 kilometers away. They said in this email it takes about three hours to come to church. I've heard about them. They actually take a, 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 a share ride to come. I was excited uh, to hear about people paying a price to come. They have a my goodness, they have a lot of questions here. Um, they and really they, yes, want to yeah. pick your brain. It's about uh, there's twelve 10, questions. Twelve questions. Wow. Yeah, <laughs> but I believe we'll be answering these questions in this series of mentorship. The questions we'll keep it for the episodes. So the episodes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But if you have a question, particular in in a scenario or incident hmm. that you are involved in right now, please write us that email, and we will get to answer that on the next next episode. We, with the Q&A, we'll just focus on on certain incidents that has happened over there. They need a practical guidance. These questions will turn into a full-fledged episode. Right. Um, so we'll focus these two differently. Thank you for sending those questions, and definitely we'll cover it in the days. But if you have a question, sister, go. Uh, if you have a certain incident that you need light on, please share your story with us. Their next question is from Canada. Thank you for taking the time. Uh, to do this above everything else you already do for us. It's a, a spiritual son on top of see, seeking the Lord in love and being a husband and a father. My question is as follows. For example, if I am mentoring someone from America who has never heard about the concept of submission in all their years as a Christian because of the West has avoided this topic, how can I introduce it without them fearing the subject matter and being critical of the message. The reason why this topic is um, sensitive in this part of the world, living in a society where everybody thinks we are all equal, we all have a say, we all, you know, I, I've, I've been shocked by how people humiliate their own presidents and prime right. ministers and the way they... Um, so it's a different generation altogether. So to them, the word submission seems like control. I do think that we need to teach submission to a group of people that don't even think that there is a need of it. If you don't teach them, who's going to teach? Right. You know, I think if you don't teach them, it would be a wrong way to go. The best way to do it is, is to teach, but do not lord over them. Mm -hmm. That's what the, the Bible says. Um, for example, uh, you have a church in downtown. I've given you full freedom to serve the Lord. Yes. Yet, there are times that I've said, son, in this season, don't do this. Mm -hmm. And I walk away from you, giving you the full freedom to do it, and, and not even going to be mad that you've done it. Because I think, you know, one of the f most powerful ways you can teach somebody is by allowing them the freedom to fail. 
because then they will value what you're teaching even more powerfully. So I think without breathing down their neck, if you can teach them how God would like it, in with the understanding of spiritual liberty, I believe that it would be of great blessing. You know, give them the freedom. Don't, don't breathe over them. There are many people that I've mentored. I've told them this is how I see it, but I leave it to you, for you to pray, you to seek, you to do what you want. And uh, usually they come back and they say we should have, uh, you know. Sure, listen. So sometimes you don't really see the consequences immediately. Five, ten years later, you see, oh man, it wasn't worth it. Right. So. Um, says thank you for this great opportunity. Uh, not many people take this topic up. My question is about spiritual parents. I have wonderful spiritual parents and I'm blessed by them. Sometimes I get these questions, especially if, the, if there's a conflict. Uh, where do you draw a line in allowing spiritual parents to interfere in your life? If at all there is such a line. Interfere in your life. I, let, let me give you a scenario. If you mean by interfere in your life, first of all, I'm thinking, what is this person doing interfering at all? Mm. You know, uh, that's my first first thought. You know, when you say interfere, so let's say that you are going to do something that is going to hurt hurt yourself, mm. like you're going to marry an unbeliever. Yeah. I have to interfere yeah. because right now my interfering is based on the word of God. You know, and there was, there was one son of mine who loves drinking Coke. Okay, he loves drinking Coke. And now, I can't interfere just because he's non-stop drinking Coke. And, you know, you need to give people... I, I could probably make a joke of it and say, son, all this Coke in your body is not good. Mm. Uh, but then, I can't now start saying, hey, why are you drinking Coke? You know, because there's no, there's, I can't over-spiritualize it either. You can say your body is a temple of the Holy Ghost. You know, this, you need to allow people to breathe. Mm. Again, it goes back to the words, do not lord over them. Right. Uh, it's very, any time mentorship has become based on fear and not love, you take the joy of mentorship. Uh, so it's very important that uh, we give them that that freedom to fail, like I said, and, and let there be a joy of following you and imitating you. But then now, if I'm going to force you to change, right. that is interfering. So he has a second question. Do we take counsel from our spiritual parents as absolute? Um, what if there is a conflict in what you desire for yourself or what you think God put in your heart and what they suggest or counsel? So the, the question is, what is absolute? Mm. Is there anything in life that is absolute? Is there anything in life that is absolute? Is prophecy absolute? We know in part, we understand in part. Um, but there is one thing that is absolute. 
that is the word of god right so if what your mentor is speaking and teaching is from that absolute word of god then his counsel to you is absolute hmm there is no options to that um but if you saying that you feeling something else in your heart you know feelings are very deceptive feelings are very deceptive feelings are very very deceptive so again i can't answer this question as a point blank answer because i don't know who your mentor is so it's about do you know for sure that this mentor is from the lord and is a voice over your life and if that is the case um i would say even if your heart feels otherwise ask the holy spirit to speak to your mentor otherwise then be patient enough to wait on him until he hears from god and say okay my son you're right go ahead and do this you have my blessing especially because you have been patient and not run ahead without my blessing so i believe it goes back to having a revelation of who the person is that god has sent into your life and how much you need to be able to honor that voice because that voice will then become your protection i hope that helps yeah that helped me <laughs> i'm glad thank you for these questions they're very deep and uh, very uh, interesting to read yeah. We have another question here. It says, "Hi pastor. So I have been struggling for a while with this question in the subject line. I have two pastors who are my mentors also. My husband has recently stepped into ministry. I've started feeling the need for a mentor/spiritual uh, covering. My mentors are amazing, but I have uh, I was thinking like a woman. Um the reason is because Number 1, I don't really know how to maneuver round. A lot of a lot of people say I, a lot of things, although I know there is no hard and fast rule. I want to learn and be under the leadership of someone. So my question is, how do I know whom God would like me to take as my mentor and go under their leadership? B, how do I know if God wants me to not have a new mentor but the pastors I have are the ones God will use to mold me in whatever area I'm struggling it's a very complex question and because I don't know the ins and outs of it i cannot say go with one or the other because i don't know what their capacity is i don't know if they're able to lead i don't know what god is calling you to do and if they have the anointing to bring you to that place so then i believe if it goes back to the basic you said your husband is getting into a ministry and uh, there is a need for spiritual covering so i love your husband um you both get together to fast and pray and see god and say god in this ministry there are two people that are around me are they the ones that are going to lead us uh should we look for somebody else to lead us if you're looking for mentorship that can just help you and um and 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 give you counsel anybody that has that that experience and that grace can do it but if you're looking for somebody to be your spiritual father and you you want to really take time and study and pray and ask god well, what is it that we are doing where is it that we are we desire to go 
um, how is a journey look like what level of wisdom should this person need in order to be able to lead us um, as a family and see god get those answers right and i believe that it will be a greater blessing for you and your husband because right now is no more about just you especially that your husband is getting into ministry you need to pray and see god for a counsel that uh, pray and see god for a spiritual parent that will be a blessing to both of you i hope that uh, helps you yes so that we have reached the end of our questions but i have a question of okay. my own i right. i get to oh, ask no. a question okay, i have the ask, grace ask it off camera <laughs> i don't know uh, this is um along the lines of spiritual parents um i was in africa with you when you preached about finding your stream yeah how does someone i have the best spiritual parents someone can pray ask fast and pray for but how about those who are seeking how do they know which stream they are in and who can take them to that next level in that stream there is a verse that says sing with understanding so it's not singing that makes it worship <laughs> it is singing with understanding that what what makes it worship okay so is not praying that brings results is prayer along with studying the word of god and getting understanding of god's wisdom that is the lamp unto your feet so you can pray a lot but not use the lamp and stay in darkness so in the same way i didn't understand this maybe 5 years ago because for me anybody anointed you know anybody that can shake nations were all good you know until i started walking close with certain people and i started realizing whoa there's a difference even within the charismatic circle hmm. and i walk closer and then i started noticing even among the prophets there's a difference not all the prophets have the same stream so there is a there is let's say there is a prophetic stream even among the prophetic stream there is different streams so there is a... i'm so glad i asked this question <laughs> I don't even want to tell you what are the different kinds of the prophetic stream but uh, so so then you you start studying the different personalities hmm. and you start seeing okay this is also a prophet that's also a prophet this is also a prophet but who do I want to look like hmm. you know some people like that 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 flamboyant nature showing off you know their wealth on instagram so if you study the personalities of those whom you want to follow are you sure you want to put this on camera <laughs> and you start realizing that uh, that there is a certain type i'm not saying one is bad or one is good you know suit yourself hmm. I, i like my father because as blessed as he is i see that he doesn't like showing off hmm. i like i was drawn to that part he is one of the most amazing prophetic gifts but i see that the prophetic gift is not something that he uses as a child play mm. uh, 
So I, I, I was drawn to that deep maturity in the man of God. So there are different streams. So study, st- st- number one, study what grace you want to follow, what anointing you want to follow. And within that anointing, begin to follow that person's character, personality. Um, even before um, you can go meet that person, look up all the interviews that you can get access to. Oh, look up study their life study you you can get you can understand a lot about an individual by just hearing their words because the bible is clear out of the abundance of your heart your mouth speaks um so if you can hear them you can hear what they are passionate about mm-hmm. and those are a lot of signs that you can use to uh, narrow down to what stream you are in one of the crucial things that i can say is that not to rush into something mm. to spend time seeking god and hearing god's heart over it and uh, and taking time to study is very important for you and your wife to feel that it's very important that's amazing thank you so much dad thank you thank you for helping me do this it was my pleasure uh, i hope you enjoyed it send your emails I hope uh, it's not too complicated enough. In the next uh, few weeks, we'll do another session like this. Don't forget to subscribe um, and leave a comment down below.